Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 14, meaning we're in Genesis 27 and 28, and Mark chapter 6 and the first 13 verses. As we always do, let's head to our Old Testament passage first. And chapter 27 reads like a completely messed up family. Dad is picking who he wants to bless. Mum is messing things up with her own plans. Esau wants to get the blessing even though he sells his birthright. And Jacob wants to be in the mix and come out on top. It really is just a big messed up situation with everyone acting in their own interests and nobody really coming to God to find out what God wants for the family. And before we get too deep into this debacle, let's just consider a couple of basic questions. First of all, what's the importance of placing a hand under a thigh? Mentioned several times here, what is its importance? Well, in ancient times, it could have been seen as two things. Firstly, it was a sign of submission. Someone is literally sitting on you and therefore has the control. Secondly, the thigh was also seen as the part of the body which brought prosperity to an individual. So the oath would have been given in such a way to bring a positive outcome for the individual in question. In all of this though, what did God want? Who was right? Who was in the wrong? What was it that was happening here? And it really is hard to pick our way through the mess. But what is clear is no matter what was going on, God is still in control. We know that God had declared the older would serve the younger, and that clearly is being seen on each interaction between Esau and Jacob, because in the end, Jacob is blessed. Yet in the end, Jacob also has to go on the run, for Esau sought to kill him. More than that, Esau began to become a real nuisance to the family, taking a wife he shouldn't have, seeking vengeance rather than forgiving, and the older brother was increasing this divide that was already between him and his younger brother. So what should we make of all of this? I'm reminded of our Philippians reading at the start of the year. Philippians 2 reminded us to do nothing out of selfish ambition and to think of others more highly than ourselves. The main sin in Genesis today is pride and selfishness. And the main antidote is to kill that selfishness and put others before yourself. So what mess is there in your life or in your family that could be resolved by you getting over yourself and seeking to put others first? It's not about being the better person, it's about responding in holiness to any and all situations. Let's head into our New Testament passage and into Mark's Gospel. We consider two interactions today, the first being the rejection of Jesus in his hometown. Note in verse 2 how the people were astonished. And we often see this reaction, amazement at the action and words of Jesus. Most of the time it leads people to a positive humility before Jesus, but not here. Note verse 6, Jesus ends up responding to the crowd. He's amazed at their response, for their astonishment doesn't lead to faith. Rather, it led them away from faith and a deep-rooted unbelief. It is not surprising that some would reject Jesus, What I find particularly surprising is that Jesus just moves on. When unbelief is declared, he moves on to other areas and to other people to spread the gospel. I don't think this means we stop trying with our friends and family as we share the gospel. I think it's a reminder that many people still need to hear this good news of Jesus. So we shouldn't be discouraged by a rejection. Rather, we should instead be serving and leading others to Christ. The second interaction is with the disciples of Jesus. They are commissioned to go out into the surrounding villages and take the gospel, heal the sick and cast out demons. They were not to stay in any one place for too long. They were to pack light so they were able to go wherever the Lord guided them. If anyone rejected the message, 
move on, for so many still needed to hear about Jesus. What I particularly find interesting is verse 12. Before any healing, before any casting out demons, the disciples proclaimed repentance to the people. Essentially, the gospel of Jesus, even at this stage in ministry, was of utmost importance. Often in churches there is this debate over what ministries should get the main attention or how Christians should go about ministry through the local church. And here we have a clear lesson. Preach the gospel first. It is the most important message we can give. Leading people to Jesus is the most important action we can do. And no matter what our skills or our desires, we are to put the preaching of the gospel as our main priority. I wonder, does your or your church's priorities need to be changed this week. Let's come before our Lord in prayer. Father, we do thank you once again for our Bible study today, for our time and devotions before you. Father, we pray that we would have our priorities right, that it wouldn't be about ministry goals or building goals or online church. It would be about the gospel being shared to the lost. Father, we pray for this mess that we see in our Old Testament reading. We pray for our own family messes, Father. There are so many of them. And we know that it comes about because of selfishness, bitterness and anger. And Father, we pray that we would be a positive influence, that we would put others before ourselves. We would consider others more highly than ourselves. And that for the sake of Christ and for the sake of holiness, we would die to ourselves and live for Jesus. Father, help us in all of these things, we pray. Amen.